some corn pops. I think I found the problem. Oh, come on, you're the doctor. Everyone, lights out and quiet. Uh, welcome, Wayward Movie Watchers, back to the Media Morgue, uh, where movies come to be examined. I'm your host, Mark Spector, with all of my dissociative identities co-hosting here with me. Great. Um, and then I am... Mark Ruffalo's Smart Hulk with the unfinished CGI. Thank yes, you yes. Glad, glad to have you. Thank you. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> to be solid. Here. Yeah, it's just me and Zach today. Um, we're recording remotely, and we're going to be talking about the sensational Netflix hit straight out of South Korea, Squid mm-hmm. Game, mm-hmm. Uh, which just got renewed for a second season, so um, people mm-hmm. are very excited about that. But of course, before the review, we have the news. Mm-hmm. And just yesterday was Disney Plus Day, yeah. and they hit us with a lot of content. Um, so much content, all yeah. of the content that they have. Yeah, really. And most of it was just, hey, uh, remember when we announced this show before? It's We're still, still doing it. <laughs> it's a, we promise. Yeah, uh, and we, we have some new graphic design for you. So um, mm. that was like about half of it. But um, they did do some stuff for Star Wars. Yes, so. yes. There was some, there's some controversy because uh, some Star Wars fans are mad and they feel like Star Wars is the unwanted stepchild of Disney. Um, mm. Because, you know, I guess Marvel like just spewed out like a bunch of content um, and whereas Star Wars fans didn't even get a trailer for Obi-Wan, which I think was what everybody was kind of hoping for. Um, right. We got some concept art, uh, which looked you know, there's Obi Wan on a like a thing, like on a, a, a space horse. Yeah, it's um, Obi Wan fighting Darth Vader again. Right, right, which like, great. I hoped that they would fight, but that's, that's what you're kind of. That's what yeah. you want, I, even though it would seem to, I guess, contradict the movies a bit. Right, but because everything's was, changing anyway. Um, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, that's but that's been part of Star Wars since the beginning. Like when they were making those movies, they didn't know that they were going to go back and do prequels. Right. So oh, was that um, way? Is that true? I thought I could have sworn that the plan was to like do these and then go back. Is that not true? Well, I I thought well maybe I'm wrong. Maybe hey, write into the show and correct me. But I Here's, was pretty sure yeah. that <laughs> that it was like they were making this sci-fi epic mm. for the time, and then mm-hmm. George Lucas. Uh, I mean, g- given who George Lucas is, maybe right. he did orchestrate it. Well, but... because I, I'm curious as to when they started actually labeling them 4, 5, and 6. Right, you know that, I mean? was, like... that was not always, yeah, they, yeah. It was just Star Wars when it came out. Right, like, exactly. That's then, how our parents knew it. Exactly, and then, and then Empire Strikes Back was, was, was what? Was it? Was Empire Strikes Back. That's it. There was no yeah. numbers. No, there were no numbers. That's and then <laughs> And then they added those later on. Um, so, you know, but I think, yeah, with this, what was kind of extra funny about it is that it's like a featurette and you have mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor being like, you know, the fans are, they've been, they've been patient with us and, uh, and they're hungry for it. I think it's time we show them something. And it's just like him, cut to him in sweatpants, learning choreography. Like, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the, uh, costume and production mm-hmm. design is like on this in terms of him specifically, because obviously they'll be trying to move him more toward the Alec Guinness look. Right. But I wonder if he's going to come in with like gray hair already, or if he's going to be like kind of salt and peppering it throughout. Yeah. You know, these are small things, but these are things that, that fans are going to like be on the eagle eye look out for. Apparently the, the, the concept is that he's 
basically protecting Luke mm-hmm. um, right. on the planet, like His as, job. as yeah, as a sort of unseen um, vigilante, basically. Yeah, um, and there's Jedi hunters around, not the least of which being Darth Vader oh, himself. Yes, Inquisitors maybe is are are they coming in? Maybe, maybe, and of course, uh, Hayden Christensen is reprising his role. Uh, <sighs> he's getting two reprisals. He's getting this, Ahsoka. and he's getting yeah, Ahsoka as That's regular crazy. Anakin. That <laughs> just goes to show you anything can happen. Anything is possible. Maybe, maybe just maybe give him one. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my question. So if he's well, I think this, and this is the thing, right? If if he is Darth Vader, right? Because this takes place after he gets most of his limbs chopped off and is right. burned in lava. So I'm assuming that he's going to be Darth Vader. Are they going to do flashbacks? Is that the whole thing? Or, or is you're it... assuming he's going to be Vader in Ahsoka as well. That's what I'm saying is if they're bringing Hayden Christensen back, then it can really only be for flashback sequences, right? Like Unless he's... Perf- performing in the suit at certain points well why even oh okay (laughs) i guess i guess take off take off the helmet sure fine but but it's it's always there's always been that um that disharmony between who's playing vader and who we hear right i mean like going back to the original actor this david prose or prowse who was the physical performer Oh, but yeah. obviously James Earl Jones doing the voice. Well, because and, you, you heard the original voice, and my God, <laughs> that's just not what and, you want. And then, of course, you're not going to – even when they took the helmet off, that was a third actor that was completely right. different from both of them. So it's like always been kind of a, a, a medley. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean maybe in Ahsoka he'll pop up in flashbacks, um, and it, th- that's what I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see, to see Vader show up in both of these series. Right because of his connection to both the characters yeah i mean you know what it could be though it could like it could correct some of the wrongs of the script and performances of the prequel trilogy and show more of like a clone wars anakin in both series Mm -hmm. right like in obi-wan and ahsoka like the opportunity is to actually show like a fun loving cool anakin not just a mopey idiot <laughs> um, you know, like to show, like, oh yeah, we actually miss this person. Not like right, l- right. literally deform him already, so he can become Darth Vader. And that, and that he was at one point a hero, right? You know, exactly, and, and, and someone that people looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting. But I know, like for example, um, Rogue Squadron got canceled. That got canned. Uh, oh, that was what? a series that Patty Jenkins was going to do, I think. Oh, jeez. Um, I didn't even... Yeah, so, what were they, they going to do? Star Wars' big year was, was I think, actually, when we started the show, there was a bunch of Star Wars news that had just come out. That's right. And, you know, the life of a droid or whatever yeah. that was. Is that still <laughs> happening? Is that still happening? <laughs> they didn't cancel the, the squadron and then still greenlight a droid story, right? I Listen, I wouldn't put it past them. Um oh. Uh, and so maybe this was like, this was a bigger year for Marvel. Um, yep. but yeah, speaking of that, we got a lot. Um, we, do. There's I, so much, I, we just spent so much time on that. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I have, um, I have a page open on marvel.com. We've got 12 new, um, series coming to Disney plus. My God. I mean, you know, some of these we already knew about, like I said, uh, some of them just have new logos. Um, but we did get a little bit of sizzle reel footage for some. Uh, specifically Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, I think were the ones. Maybe Spider-Man freshman year? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I didn't see that. Secret Invasion is not even worth talking about because that was, they, they literally showed the original font 
showed it change, and then they showed Nick Fury <laughs> turning around with a Great. beard. Great. <laughs> so, you I know. don't even... Yeah, I mean, I think Secret Invasion, I feel like it's it's kind of soured at this point because of the interpretation of the scrolls. Right. You know, it's interesting right. that they're actually like, oh, they're good guys, right? They were refugees, uh, you know, after Some the of war. Them. Right, right. Oh, yeah. So that's true. So they could they could still, but like, yeah. Did you did you read the the Secret Invasion event? Uh, no, in I comics? didn't. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> well, you no, you should check it out. I mean, it is it's one of my favorite <laughs> stories. Um, and it starts with them discovering that Elektra is a scroll. Oh. Uh, she gets killed really? in battle, and then like she her body turns into a scroll, and everyone's like, excuse that's, me? That's not her? <laughs> when, when did this happen? And then it's a question of, like, how do we not sense this? Like, how did Wolverine not know? How did Daredevil not know? How oh, did yeah. Doctor Strange? And some, somehow they found a way to disguise themselves and avoid uh, detection. And then, you know, it unfolds, and you find out which that's characters cool. are scrolls and which isn't. So That's very cool. Yeah, it was a super, like, I mean, that you know, we've talked about John Carpenter on the show, obviously for us, spectacular. We discussed like how, um, a lot of his movies were kind of dipping into McCarthyism and like mm. the red scare and like never knowing if the person next to you is an enemy or not. Yes. And Paranoia, Secret Invasion, yeah. yeah. Secret Invasion is all about that. But when I saw Captain Marvel and Talos is making, you know, he's doing like a stand up comedy routine. Ah. I was like, okay, I mean, it's just yeah, they You've got Ben Mendelsohn who who's a great is great ad- actor and could be a great villain for your for the, for your next phase. But uh you wanted to pull the rug, I guess. Fine. <laughs> MCU interpretation. Thank you. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. But I guess I'll ask what of these announcements mm-hmm. um has excited you the most or did anything switch up for you? Was there anything that you were excited for that got kind of, you know, yeah. that now you're I um I mean I I I'm low key I said this before but I'm low key actually I just found out that Spider Man freshman year was even happening mm. um and and so that's supposed to be it takes place in the MCU continuity uh and it's so it's Tom Holland's Spider Man before Tony Stark discovered him and brought him you know into the larger yeah, like Avengers yeah. world um and I'm actually kind of excited about that I have no idea like what they're gonna give him in terms of villains um. You know, I but I think it could be. I think it could be fun. I'm always up for seeing like just Spider-Man stories. He's in high school and fighting like ridiculous uh, cartoony villains. You know, because yeah. he's a great. Rogue He'll scholar. probably be wearing that uh that the, sweatsuit, right? Yes, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, which which is fine. That'll that'll come across nicely in animated form. I think. Absolutely. Um, speaking of animation, they announced X-Men '97, which I'm not oh. sure if that's a. A new series, or if it's a continuation of the '90s X-Men animated series, right? But um, right. they seem to be marketing it as the latter, where it's like because it has the same font and everything, and so right. it, it'll probably just have updated information. I mean, uh, right. information, information, <laughs> <laughs> new statistics, just on new the documents, <laughs> <laughs> updated animation. Um, uh, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. I will say. I had been excited about She-Hulk um, mm-hmm. going in. Like, when I heard they were going to do it, I thought mm-hmm. that was a really cool opportunity to kind of start, to maybe to bring back Jessica Jones, bring back Mac Murdock in oh, an interesting yeah. way, introduce Spider-Woman. Like, she sits in a really interesting niche where she's connected to a lot of the street-level superheroes and to mm-hmm. the Avengers. Yeah. Um, so it would have been a nice, like, uh, uh, bridge for that. Mm-hmm. But then I saw some of this footage, and I was like, what do y'all want us to... <laughs> 
Oh, it's <laughs> just, I mean, you know, not even to speak about the unfinished monster CGI. Right, I just, right. I mean, first of all, I just, I don't like, I don't like Smart Hulk. I just, I think... You're not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I just am like, you're the, you're the beast. I know that he exists in comics. I know yeah. that. Um, so don't at me, but <laughs> I just, I just like, I don't know. I just, I miss like the transformation. I miss like the, the danger. The contrast. Of, like, yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't know. He was, I don't think he was ever as good as he was in the first Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. There's so you could there's so much to unpack about his Hulk and just his arc throughout the movies that I won't. Yeah, do. yeah. I mean, and, and no, to your point, like Age of Ultron, especially, is trying to dig even deeper into this idea of him like being able to control whether or not he can control the Hulk right. and his relationship with the Hulk, and that's what's supposed to set him up in Ragnarok, right? Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I I can definitely see an argument for Professor Hulk being kind of a dumb character because it's like the whole point is the contrast, right? You right. can't have both. You can have one or the other. And yeah. it's about learning which one is more beneficial in a, in a given situation. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I, I think that while I understand why they might have, why they might have wanted to do it for the MCU in terms mm-hmm. of this version of Bruce Banner, they also clearly didn't put too much importance in it because it happens off screen. Like, <laughs> his the whole the whole thing like all of Infinity War seems to be building towards yeah. him and Banner fusing. Yes, right. And then it just it just doesn't happen. And the next thing you know, he's eating pancakes in a diner and like yeah, taking he's selfies a, with thirteen. Yeah, minutes. he's like a joke. He doesn't even get like another swing at Thanos. You know what I mean? Like Nothing. he's you, he's crippled by the end of the movie. I mean, yes, he brings I mean, everyone uh, back. So, so hey. you save the who cares? <laughs> Just punch Thanos in the face. Because Tony Stark does it later anyway. Right, <laughs> he exactly. definitely upstages you as he, he is as he's prone to do. Um, so, I mean, I think it's it's still cool casting. I like Tatiana mm-hmm. Maslany. She's great. Um, We'll see what her face looks like when it's all green. I think um, I can hear Wes just scrambling to get this <laughs> right to, now to talk about Tatiana. <laughs> um, and then, of course, um, Moon Knight. Right now, the this one. this one I, I'm I'm excited for. I think mm-hmm. the, I think it switched for me because I I like Moon Knight visually, but I know next to nothing about his storylines or any of right. his like you know. I only know kind of like borderline stuff about his enemies and 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 this that and the third so when i heard they cast oscar isaac i was like okay like you got a superstar in the role i like oscar isaac obviously but um i feel like there were other choices you could have made notwithstanding it seems like they're really going for us this this seems super cinematic i'll say that Mm -hmm. yeah um and the the hints that we get of the costume seem pretty cool i mean you know it's they're going for the classical, like, you know, the white right. robes and everything. They're not doing not the, um, at the least, suit. Yeah, at least not yet. Right. Um, but we do, they definitely hammer down on his, uh, his dissociative identity. Um, and, uh, you know, there's that shot of him, like, looking in the mirror reflection. He walks away and they keep staring. That's and, like, great. All this stuff. And it's, I think one of the things about Moon Knight, if I understand correctly, is that, like, he may be possessed by an Egyptian god, or he might just be insane. Right, yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's never, like, uh, made distinct, but either way, he, he uses it as an excuse to, to fight crime. Um, to beat the, like, just to kill, like, yeah. the spit out of people. Too. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, 
they of course they've announced a while ago that Ethan Hawke will be playing the villain in this. Mm. There's some speculation he'll be Dracula, um, which is interesting. Wild. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that Moon Knight and Dracula had that big of a relationship, um, but I guess that's also part of the reason that Blade will be making his first appearance in this series. That's what I. Oh, heard. that's right. That's that exciting to me. Yeah, that's that really he'll springboard uh, springboard from this. So that's great. Um, yeah, what did you think about the the, the teaser? I uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I he's doing a British accent. Uh, I didn't I didn't know that he was British, so I was just like, oh, that's. I don't that's even a... know if he is actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, that's a interesting. I think it looks great. Like just like the the lighting, the shots, like the, the shot of Moon Knight, just like in this like broken dark room, like beating someone. Like yeah, it's very Daredevil. Um, yes. So I I think it looks great. I think it's really cool. Just like to to for the representation, just to have. A, a hero with DID, you know, cause mm. often, you know, the whole thing is like that. That's, you know, it's portrayed as like, if anything, it's like a horror element, right? Like, that's split. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's just like, you know, it's great. I mean, of course, you know, he's already existed in the comments, so that representation exists, but to bring it to bring it to the mainstream, this, at least the yeah. mainstream is really great. So, and, and not for nothing, uh, Bruce Banner also has DID, um, but it's it's an aspect of his character that's explored more um, in the Immortal Hulk, which is a, mm. a current run um, that I know Wes is reading, uh, and it's pretty interesting. But yeah, like that's actually the foundation of all the different types of Hulks oh. is, is different portions of Bruce's psyche that makes uh, sense. that that manifest themselves. So Gray Hulk, or rather Joe Fixit, versus yeah. the Savage Hulk, versus World War, versus Devil Hulk. Devil Hulk, right? Um, and that's that's something that's really cool if they were to do a solo um you know hulk movie to explore oh. that but uh i don't i mean too bad it's knows. never mark, gonna happen mark ruffalo has one foot and half of his head out the door <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck back in for his shang chi cameo and then and then was he's ordering the taxi off of the marvel <laughs> studios lot right now so um yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see anything else worth <laughs> discussing they announced echo um, I didn't even. I had to look up who that was last. Time. That's what <laughs> Kingpin's daughter. Yeah, I That's think cool. she's his adoptive daughter. Who, speaking of representation again, is also a deaf superhero. Uh, she's she's like basically like deaf Daredevil. Like everything okay. Daredevil does, she does, but she's deaf. Oh, interesting. Um, and uh, we we kind of got a, a hint of it, I think, in Eternals, which I still haven't seen at, at the time of recording. But one oh. of the Eternals is herself uh, deaf. Um, yes, that's so right. That, and the actresses as well. So uh, this, I think Echo's going to be introduced in Hawkeye, which is leading mm -hmm. people to believe Hawkeye might be a soft reboot for some of the Netflix stuff. Um, okay. Time okay. will tell. Obviously, at the right. end of the month, we'll see. Um, Ironheart got a new logo. Um, Great. Uh, I'm still you know, looking forward to that. Marvel Zombies getting its own series. Who asked? I, I knew it, though. I knew it. I was watching. I was like, I swear to God. I just want to know my my only thing, and then I'm going to turn off the TV as soon as I know, is d what happened to Bucky when he was launched into the stratosphere by zombie Wanda? Just oh. like, <laughs> just like He's just, like, thrown into oblivion, and then that's it. I'm, I assume he's dead. But like, also, I just want to—I just want confirmation on that. The what a series, the series is going to begin with him crash landing, uh, and then waking up, and then he is promptly stepped on by like zombie Janet. That makes Van sense. Dine, Hope rather than Hope Van Dyne. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, and then of course, what if got you know a season two revival? Of course, it was always going. Although you know, it's kind of interesting because I'm like, you know, that finale bringing them all together. I was like, that just kind of feels like you wanted. 
the series to end. I don't know. It's it's. It, I it just, feels like they did it to be safe in yes, case there wasn't a revival. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But I mean, the thing about the series is that I feel like it didn't actually live up to its potential because everything wound up being connected anyway. So it's like, yeah. if you're gonna do a what if, then let every episode be its own thing. Its own thing, you know? right? Exactly. And then and really stretch your creativity. But I think like I, I wonder if Marvel has painted themselves into a corner where they like can't even help <laughs> just it's creating just another connected universe. <laughs> universe. They don't know how to stop. Um. So yeah. time will tell what that looks like. But um. Yeah, that was uh, and then you know they got some Disney stuff. I think there's a Tiana series coming out. Oh, Princess great. Nepal. So you know, That's I'll obviously be watching that before I watch any of this Marvel stuff. Yeah, but um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, that'll do it for our news section. We'll take our break and then come back to talk about Squid Game. Yes, as we said up top, we are talking about Squid Game, which uh, really took the world by storm, as a lot of stuff from South Korea rightfully mm-hmm. does. Absolutely. Uh, but this is a 2021 survival drama television series created by Hwang Dong-hyuk, nice. <laughs> who wrote and directed all nine episodes. Um, wow. And it has uh, uh, you know, uh, a cast that includes Jung Jae Lee, Hae-soo Park, a bunch of people that I'm sure you all know. Um, I'm saying these names because I know you know them. Uh, but yeah, there's actually a bit of a story behind the production of uh, this show. You know, when, when it when it blew up, there were reports about how the creator, uh, Dong Hyuk, he was basically writing it for a decade. And he, he, or he yes. had written it, he was pitching it for a decade. Right. And no one accepted it uh, until Netflix finally did. Which, you know, hey, good on Netflix for, for believing in a, in a foreign director. Yeah. But also shouldn't take that long for your work to be recognized 10 years and 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 it's and we shouldn't you know glorify uh that kind of struggle uh and at the same time you know netflix greenlights a lot of stuff so it's almost even though this this turned out to be really good Mm -hmm. it's like some in some ways netflix can be a graveyard because there's so much content that your your stuff could get buried just as easily lost as it could be as it could be uplifted so um uh, but obviously it worked out uh, in his favor. So we're going to go through this similar to how we talked about Loki, um, talking about characters, moments from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have questions uh, to ask Zach. I'm sure he has things to talk about with me. Absolutely. But uh, we'll open up with just like, what was your watching experience? Did you binge this? Did you like break it up? How mm-hmm. did you How did you tackle this? Yeah. So I broke it up, um, not by choice. I probably would have binged it like way harder, but it was just like circumstances. Um, mm-hmm. I by which he means watching it with his girlfriend. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> I was I was gonna I was gonna be just like I was gonna be humble. I was gonna be suggestive and vague, <laughs> but Justin just exposed me. It's okay. Shout out to Maddie Jewel. Hi, Maddie. Um, so yeah, so I I actually so. I binged, I think we binged the first, like, three episodes, um, mm-hmm. and we actually left off at the cliffhanger, the tug-of-rope literal cliffhanger. Um, right. That was annoying. That was, We waited, like, a week, I think, <laughs> like, to continue. Um, so I, but then after that, it was basically, like, two binging sessions, I think. Um, Got it. And, I mean, it was amazing. You know, I think it's just, like, each episode, you're just like, I need, I need to watch the next one. I need to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I mean, the idea of taking these childhood games and turning them into like, you know, life or death situations is mm. great because it's like already as a child, there's so much anxiety with like some of these games. You know what I mean? Like red light, green light. When you're a kid, you're like, I have to, I have to do this. <laughs> you know? So it's like turning that into like, no, you have to do it or you get like shot is great. Um, right. And, you know, I think the the acting was incredible. The sets were, like, amazing, you know what I mean? Just, like, these kind of, like, almost Willy Wonka-esque, like, heightened, you know, like, whimsical sets that are also, like, super, like, sinister. Yeah, Um, yeah. Fantastic. You know, like, the, you know, and it's heartbreaking, too, because you you go into this, like, knowing, pretty much knowing how this is going to end, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's only one person can win. Mm -hmm. Um, So as you're getting, like, attached to characters, as you're, like, getting to know them... You're also like you're just probably not gonna make it out. And mm-hmm, I have to, I have to mm-hmm. come to grips with that. Um, so fantastic series. Uh, the ending. I mean, we'll get into it. I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about the ending, but okay. all in all, fantastic. I think interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was one of the. I was like one of the last in my friend groups to start this show. Like you had already started it, mm-hmm. and literally, I heard about it one day, and the next day memes all over the place yeah. <laughs> um i think it was like just a friday saturday situation like everyone was stayed up that night and binge squid game and then started making memes yeah um and i was like okay well let me check this out you know um uh, all of my friends know i'm big on south korean cinema and mm-hmm. um i also like shows like this i mean we, we talked about battle royale uh, which is of course uh, japanese but we talked about that on uh the morgue a few episodes ago mm-hmm. and this has something of a similar concept in terms of taking a bunch of ordinary people and, and, and seeing um, how violent they can get with each other um, given the right environment. But I think what was interesting about this is how, I mean, it's obviously a very political show. It's it's a very politically motivated show. And I I think it's a great fusion of, of entertainment and like, and message Mm -hmm. in that it, it shows you everything it has to show you. And, hopefully by the end you understand without having without needing someone to come out and say and that's why capitalism is bad you know what i mean like without having to have a scene where they stop the momentum to like and 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 even from the first episode i mean you know you could you could say it's uh it's cliched or not but there's obviously a lot of evidence like even with gihan specifically that this guy's down on his luck. He lives with his mother, and he's a middle-aged man. Yeah. He's divorced from his wife. He can't see his daughter. Every They're possible thing. He's in deep with loan sharks. Like, mm-hmm. it's all this stuff, right? And and it's so interesting. We'll talk about this in a bit. Um, But it, it's just so interesting how the show kind of messes with, like, your judgment as an audience member in terms of when you'll condemn a character for what they're doing and when you decide not to, yeah. um, you know, and it really, it, it, it's one of the most effective um, pieces of media I've seen in a long time, as far as letting you inhabit these characters worlds, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially in that second episode, I think it's, it's the most crucial episode in the series, but yeah. we'll, we'll get into that. Um, uh, I guess uh, we're pretty much now. I, <laughs> we can crack the, we can crack the spoiler egg, I guess to, to, back up a bit and kind of just look at the at the series in terms of its progression obviously in episode one we meet most of the principal characters Mm -hmm. uh and we see what their life is like to a certain extent um Mm. and some of them even cross paths gihan runs into sabiok and she expertly robs robs the shit out of him Uh, she has to be using it moving at light speed 
to uh wow. to do this the way she does it but um that being said yeah we meet all these characters and we and we kind of uh we're really focused on gihan he's he's our audience proxy in a way mm-hmm. that some of the other characters aren't yet mm-hmm. um and at the moment that he's the most down on his luck and he realizes he like poverty is just really keeping him from being able to do anything he can't have a connection with his daughter they're getting ready to move to america um and it's just it's 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 a bad situation also he uh, he gets her a gift from a vending machine thinking doesn't check what's in the box oh, yeah. uh, for her birthday gets her a gift and then it's a it's a gun lighter it's like a, <laughs> a pistol he didn't lighter. just open it to be like let me when she sees it it's not going to be the first time i see it too. <laughs> also seeing it um so he's he's even like not that great a father on top of everything which yeah. is like you know right. whatever but he's in the subway and then he's approached by uh this mysterious salesman mm. uh, who's played by gong Yu, who is who is a bit of a, a south korean uh favorite actor um and he basically is like hey uh let's play a game i got a bunch of money here um i forget what the name of the actual korean game is uh in that scene but um it's basically they have a he has like a folded up piece of red paper and a folded up piece of turquoise paper it's an envelope right they're envelopes yeah and the whole idea is like if you can if you can make my envelope flip when you throw yours then i'll give you like however much money per each right. you do that and if you can't i get to smack you in the smack face. you in the face honestly <laughs> i would do it i'd be like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um and so they, they get involved in this game and uh, gihan keeps losing and keeps getting slapped until he finally does flip it and he tries to slap the salesman and the salesman catches his hand and he's like yeah take your money buddy. That's right. <laughs> take the cash and run um and then he gives him this card and he's like hey if you want to play more games uh, let you know give us a call what mm. i thought was interesting about this scene is a lot of people theorize in hindsight that it was kind of a primer to see like how willing the person is to like how much pain they're willing to take yes um, for money for, yeah. for money um and how how desperate they're willing to to get yeah. so um well and also the the just like to throw it in the he asks him if you know in a kind of like a matrix moment like red mm-hmm. or blue um and you know people have theories about that that if he chose the red one then maybe he would have actually you know joined the red jumpsuit he would have been one of the yeah one of the the workers yes exactly right instead of being in the in the in the the blue green with the the rest of the commoners so the the episode goes on he finally decides okay like i'll call him and go see what this is all about when he wakes up in the uh in the camp basically um you know there's like a half half of the episode left where they're slowly building up okay we're playing red light green light whatever and of course this is this is the this is the game that i think has been memed the most like this Mm -hmm. is this is the first stuff i started seeing with the giant doll yeah and she sings the song a nightmare turns around and then you have to stop moving and of course everyone who doesn't move gets uh gets shot really well done scene very tense even though you know i think like going in yeah like they're not just playing red light (laughs) it it can't be um but the way that they lead up to it is great and it's also from the like within the world it's pretty smart too because it's like you're automatically going to annihilate about half of these people yeah um and you're gonna you're basically cutting down the fodder um and so after this reasonably so most of the contestants are like, this is crazy. Let's um, not do this. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but they signed this contract before mm-hmm. they all went into the game. And one of the stipulations is that games can be canceled by a majority vote. Right. Um, so all the characters, then, you know, they line up 
and they're going up to this panel. There's an X and an O, mm-hmm. and everyone's voting one at a time. Right before the vote begins, a uh, real scumbag move. <laughs> the the one of the the enforcers brings down the the piggy bank, Ugh. um, and shows them because every person has Blood a price money. on their life, and so he, yeah, he shows them like the amount of money that's been racked up by uh, all of these all the debts, kills. and yeah. that's what starts to influence certain people who vote. It's like okay, well, I mean, while we're Obviously. here, <laughs> <laughs> you may as well keep going. The total pot is something like is basically like forty five billion won, which mm-hmm. uh, is roughly thirty nine billion dollars uh that's a lot of money in the u.s it's it's a lot of quite a a lot of chicken cutlets i'll tell you that much um (laughs) and so uh of course all these people are gamblers right or or a majority of them and so it's like that's the other compelling thing is that they a lot of them just can't help themselves and and, uh it's the old man who swings the vote towards eventually canceling the game and letting them go home now i wanted to ask you yeah. Given the revelation at the end of this series, right, that Grandpa is uh, spoiler alert again behind all this, the Wizard um, of Oz. Yeah. What do you think his motivation was in that moment? Do you think that he canceled the games because he was genuinely feeling pity for these people, like he mm-hmm. was losing interest in the? Because he does all this for fun, right? Do you yeah. think like he wasn't having fun, or do you think he knew that most of them would come back anyway? Yeah, I think it was this I think it was the latter. I think he first of all wanted to like push this idea of like people will like choose this kind of thing over right. like, you know, their destitute like you know, lives. Um yeah. did I even use that word in the right You way? did. Great. Well, <laughs> so I I think it was like it was it's like, you know, an experiment. He knows. He's like mm-hmm. I I know that they'll come back, but he wants them to know that too. He wants mm. them to like go out and see how shitty their lives are. And yeah. then because of their free will right. and that like all of them, I think come back Did every single one of those people. <laughs> return? I mean, all of the principal characters for sure, like all yeah. the main cast and then, uh, and then a, a handful, obviously of the, of the supporting and extras so that you can still have some drama. Right. Um, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and this is at the beginning of episode two where, you learn not only more about Gi-hun's situation with his mother, who, because she's been working herself to the bone to support both of them, has been ignoring her diabetes. I just, I wanted to cry. Dude, and she's going I into the hospital, crying. and it's like, well, I can't pay to stay here, so I'm going and she's home. she's just hobbling away in a dark alley, like, <laughs> I just, I was so upset at that. Going reason. to catch a bus? Like, who knows uh, where she's going? You have uh, Song Wu's mother who runs basically oh. like a, a fish shop by herself. And she's convinced that her son is like this, you know, yeah. hotshot businessman who went to school for finance and he's doing his, you know, he's on a business trip in America when really he's been like gambling with the family finances, leveraging their home against like his own debt and all this different stuff. Um, being a real scumbag. Yeah. Um, and I'm now also, uh, also, uh, being hunted by like whatever the Korean equivalent of the FBI is, mm, yeah. um, uh, for for fraud. So uh, that he's got that going on. Sabiok has maybe the most uh, empathetic goal, yeah. which is she wants to uh, make enough money to get her brother out of the foster care system and to bring her mother over from North, North Korea. Korea. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's been trying to handle that. And then you know you have those three at the core. Oh, of course uh, Ali. Mm. who um is an, uh, a foreign 
blue collar worker in this like sweatshop yeah. and he's trying to make money to support his wife and his newborn child and, and he, he also getting... just mutilated his boss yes. by accident <laughs> well because he keeps getting like taken advantage of yeah. and that obviously comes back later on um yeah. we'll get to that but uh he keeps getting um his kindness keeps getting taken advantage of mm-hmm. uh by 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 other people yeah. um so all these characters you you realize not only do you understand why they go back? But you're like, you want them to. You're like, yeah. no, you need to win this money. Yeah. But for all of them, even though you know simultaneously that they can't. They can't all win. Um, and it's like, who do you even root for? Of course, then the show capitalizes on that in the, in the succeeding episodes by like, they, they basically do the Hunger Games thing where certain characters make alliances for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just like, don't think about the time that we'll eventually have to betray each other. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> we'll make it out of here. Um, the enforcers put them in this situation where, uh, because I think it's uh, Doksu beats this one guy to death uh, because he he steps to him for taking like extra rations oh, from yeah. the food, and he just beats the crap out of this guy in front of everybody, and no one stops him. That's um, right. Holy but shit. But at this point, right. you know, the front man, who's this mysterious. Uh, orchestrator of, mm. of events um leading the whole thing he's like you know uh tonight we're gonna shut the lights off and just let it you know there's gonna be a bonus game like whatever happens happens that's just messed up i don't yeah, i mean like it. <laughs> you're really jumping the gun on it too because <laughs> because now we have to go back to playing like tug of war you yeah know? i mean I, I, but i guess maybe in a way it conditions them it, it is a crucial step in that process of getting them used to violence violence yes. against each other not competitive right. not just competing in isolation yeah and desperate alliances too because you know like obviously at some point the heroes band together to fight right. some of the other savages that are trying right, to take right. them down and 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 and, it, and, it, and it's a situation where it's sort of a ragtag team gihan uh songwoo you know they they pick ali because he's like supernaturally strong, strong. <laughs> but they they team up with the old man with Sabia. but Doksu teams up with his whole like crew of thugs um so they're clearly the more physically advantaged group of course at this point we also meet uh minyo who is like a slightly older uh woman who's kind of I don't know what is her character trait. Quirky, crazy. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not Zach calling her a hysterical woman. I said what I said. I said what I said. She's crazy. She's eccentric. She, yeah, you know, you know what though. Here's what I will say. She's a survivor, right? Like she's doing yeah. what it takes to survive. She knows that to get ahead, her best bet is probably to team up with the strongest, who also, you know, like yeah. it's the evil guy, right? It's uh, Duxu. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know what I mean, like. So yeah, she's like she's wild, but she's really fun to watch. And ultimately, I'm like, you know what? I support you. I know what you're doing. You're trying to win, and you're gonna do it however yeah. it takes. So no, she's not crazy, yeah. Zach. Take that back. No. She's smart. She's smart. Um, you know, ultimately, she does get a, a really nice moment. Speaking of moments, I'm wondering which moments like shocked you. Mm-hmm. Which ones did you see coming a mile off? I um well right off the bat. There, okay, so well, like, let's really quick. The sub, there's a subplot. Um, I think there are a couple subplots, but the, you know, the big subplot is, um, you know, this this detective who mm-hmm. has infiltrated the island. Um, and uh, just Justin, remind me of his name. Junho. Junho. Junho has infiltrated the island. He's moving up through the ranks. He's honestly killing it. He's yeah. killed like a few of like the different classes of workers espionage like yeah it's great <laughs> <Special> it's <ops. laughs> really great work and you know so he's just able to like 
he can, you know, be like the lowest, like, uh, of the workers, just like the minions basically doing, and then he can all of a sudden turn into an enforcer and mm-hmm. have power. It's mm-hmm. great. He's doing great stuff. Um, so one of the things that I saw coming, just just really quick, like, just this is the one that came to my mind. I saw coming that his brother was, was the front mask. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I saw that coming. I was like, oh, it's probably it's probably that guy. Um, I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about it until Junho gets onto that island um, ah. at the end of uh, the the VIP episode. Yeah, um, and he's uh, or actually at the end of the Frontman episode, which mm-hmm. is right after. And he's escaped with all of this information and he's trying to send it to, you know, and, and warn his, his police captain and whatnot. And yeah, like the, you know, Frontman keeps telling him like, okay, like don't kill him. And I'm like, all right. Why? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, for, what's the Why reason? Not? Especially when he had an opportunity to do it himself when he saw him escaping down the chute yeah. and he looked at him and didn't, and didn't uh, kill him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, and this this role is, is played by um, Lee Byung Hun, uh, who has, he's he's made a, a a bit of a, a presence for himself in American films as well. Yes, yeah. what's his name in GI Joe? Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. I was gonna say Scorpion. That's not no. <laughs> That's a different Storm ninja. Sh- <laughs> That's a different yeah. franchise. Uh, he was uh, he was Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes' brother in in uh, GI Joe, um, and he's also in. Uh, believe he's in i saw the devil which is another south korean movie that i really like and might bring on the show sometime but um, well i'm bringing on gi joe so that that really i would the first one snap my own neck uh on recording (laughs) i wouldn't make any waves about it until we start recording and then i would you would just hear (laughs) for me well i actually almost had this spoiled for me in a roundabout way as far as um oil nam's part in the whole thing the old man which is i was texting a friend and I was like, oh, I'm watching Squid Game. And she said, oh, yeah, I saw this meme about the old man, SMH. We were all rooting for him. Now, at this point, I'm thinking – now, luckily, I had just finished the Marbles episode where it's – and this – hey, rough, huh? Rough. That's this a, is – I hate that This episode, episode says, uh, let's make everyone think that they're teaming up with their friends and then pit them directly against each other. Oh, that is just that they, they pit them – they – they, because they obviously are gonna choose the person that they're closest to right. during this series, and then they're just like, one of you will die. That's just, <laughs> and the other one will be awful. responsible for it. <laughs> and um, the other one will kill yeah. you. Yeah, Gihan teams up with the yeah. old man. Uh, they don't know what the game is gonna be. They have so they, you know, he's like, is it gonna be a physical thing? I don't want to be shackled to this old dude. Then he finds yeah. out that they're playing marbles, and he's like, oh, we got this in the bag. Like this is this game yeah. is five hundred years old. So are you? It's cool, um, and uh, and then they find out that they have to steal each other's marbles. But um, so I, I watch this episode, and at the end of it, uh, the old man dies. Right, he gets shot. Now, here's the interesting thing. You know, the general rule when you're watching a movie or or series that has that has shown you it doesn't have a problem depicting death on screen. When you don't see a character die on screen, they're usually not dead yet. Um, right. This goes for The Walking Dead. This obviously what, what happened with Glenn. Oh God! <laughs> this goes for you know all, all that sorts of stuff. Um, that being said, they kind of mess with that because you see like Ji Young get shot behind Sadok, yeah. but you don't see Ali get shot. You hear it, yeah, but you don't see it, um, and you don't see the old man get shot because Gihan walks away as the as the uh, yes. guy raises the gun to his head. And what's even like still like the fact that I fell for it is they show Ali's body at least like you don't at the you top of the next episode I was gonna say exactly yeah, yeah. and so you just you never see the old man's body but you still believe that he's right like, part of you thinks like okay well maybe maybe 
the showrunners thought that showing us this old man get his old brain man. blown out would be too much. <laughs> Maybe they had that much respect. But still, right. I was like, based on because my friend said that, I was like, do you mean because he died? Like, I was like, you know, what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, you know what? How about just don't say anything else to me about the show, just in case we're not talking <laughs> about the same thing. Um, and then I got to the end, and of course, in the VIP episode, we see the front man go in, and he's like, I'm going to get the, the host yes. for you, and this guy takes off his helmet, and you see gray hair. So I'm like, okay, so th- so he's... So you, you saw it coming. At that point, I was like, I started I, to put the pieces together. I wasn't even, I wasn't even in the ball. <laughs> like... Here's an old man, and that, that was because it. also because also by that point, you know, when when they have the night of chaos, uh, frontman yeah. stops that because oh. the old man is like, I'm scared, everyone is Stop. fighting, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm like, well, clearly, at least there's some connection between the frontman and the old man, whether or not, yeah, that's me. Learn what that is. Um, but then what I found out afterwards is that allegedly. Um, people were were tipped off towards something being weird with him because in tug of war his his bonds are not tied to not the rope, tied. which is which like what if somebody what if one of the other people on this team just turned around and were like hey what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is he... <laughs> um can someone <laughs> check on this <laughs> I don't think that's fair <laughs> that one I I saw coming I will say. Um, as far as surprises, I think that uh, Minyo has a great death where she takes Doksu out with her um, in the glass oh, game yes. um, uh, and, and just kind of like <laughs> suplexes him to his death. That was great. Um, that was great. You know, and I, I did have the thought, like, what if that was like just a normal platform? And of course, it doesn't matter because it's two of them fought. But can you imagine if they just hit the same? <laughs> oh, Stay there Wait. and he rolls her off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, that that was a, that was a dope moment. Um, that was good. Listen, we, we may as well do this now. What game go. do you think you could have made it to? Because I feel like most of them are reasonable, yeah. but the glass game is just a total crapshoot. That's just not happening. <laughs> That's not, that's, here's the thing about that. You literally, like, have to be one of the last people, if not, like, just one of the last two to really have a shot. And even then, my fear is, you know, your adrenaline's up, you're playing this game, you're, you know, you're barefoot, glass is slippery. I'm just, I'm afraid I jump, I land on the correct platform, and then I just slip off and fall (laughs) into the void anyway. There's sweat and blood all over the panels. It's just it's chaotic, and and then you have, of course, one of the dudes happens to be a glass worker. So Great. that's the way that like our final three can make it to the end. But that was one of the things I was like, are y'all are selecting these people right to a certain extent? Like you you're seeking these people yeah. out. Like I wonder specifically because this happens in the VIP episode, and you know the VIP want to just see carnage. So it's like right. obviously they wind up rigging. They turn the lights off so that the glass worker can't tell. So rude. Which glass is which? But it's like when recruiting this man, knowing that you had <laughs> the floor is lava coming up in a few days, like why would you even give someone that advantage? You know, it it it, it seems that was a little wonky. Um, yeah. Also, there are people who suggested like you could walk the the metal. Rail the, well, the, the metal. But, I feel like they would have shot you. Yeah, no. Though I don't think they would. I, I don't think they'd be like, oh, oh there's try a it. Oh, please, try it. <laughs> <laughs> please try it. Please try it. Um, yeah, not to mention, like, 
that was another reason to be suspicious of the old man because no way is he hopping platforms. No way is <laughs> no way is he making the first jump. <laughs> like I think not no matter even. what, they would have found a way to take him out after the Marvels yeah. game because he's not. You can't hide that at that point. No. Um, yeah. But I, I like I think red light green light I could have been okay. Um, yeah. I think the honeycomb game that's also if you get the umbrella, it, come on. It's oh, and I'm just like I'm very afraid. I'm. I just drop it. You know what I mean? Or I'm just so nervous. I just snap it. And just snap it. And there's no like, remorse. Ah! There's zero remorse. Ah. They shoot people in the chest Fame. immediately. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then, and then of course the final game that we come to in the last episode is, mm. is, is the squid game. Now I know that you said you had some, uh, some qualms with the finale. Yes. Well, I want to specify. I I think the the Squid Game is perfect. Mm. I my qualms were actually really literally just within like the last, the last like few minutes. minutes. Okay, right. It's a weird moment where you don't really know. Like even though they've confirmed a second season, you don't know what it's gonna look like based off of how this season has been, right? And a lot right. of shows change from their original concept, and they still keep the Absolutely. spirit of things. Um, but that being said, you know. Uh, the finale, we we are down to Gihan, Sebyok, and Songbu. Um, mm-hmm. And listen, here's here's the other thing. Um, when that glass exploded, I knew somebody got hit. <laughs> I, I knew just... somebody got hit, and and yeah. I and I was like, it's probably Homegirl because yeah. um, she was the closest to it. Number one, there was zero warning about it. Number two, and she's just kind of like acting a little. You know, she's a little bit hazy after that um yeah. and then and then we see her in the bathroom pulling this knife out, oh. of, her, out of her liver <laughs> like, so mad about that how da- how dare they quite frankly make them go through the worst challenge and then be like let's explode this <laughs> and see what happens just like, to do it screw you yeah we come to the, the them as the final three and tensions are really ratcheting up by this point because uh right before the end uh, Song Wu got impatient with the glass worker because they were like 30 seconds away and the glass worker couldn't see which glass was which so he just shoved him. Um, and this is, there's really been a development with, uh, with Song Wu to, like throughout the series. He gets slowly more and more self-preservative. Um, yes. You know, uh, even, even with the Honeycomb game, right? Like he knows what game it is but he yeah. doesn't tell them. Um, he doesn't tell. Yeah, and he lets his homeboy actually just the like choose the worst one. Which is not like, oh, he might win. It's like, he might lose, and I think that's great. Like, I think I just, I want him out of here. It's one less yeah. person. And their relationship is is kind of awkward from the beginning, right? Because Gihan has this whole, like, chip on his shoulder about, oh, like, I always took him to school, and, like, we, we used to hang out, and, like, he got where he got because of me type of thing, but he never came back to visit or, yeah. or hang out with me. And Song Wu, of course, has this insecurity within himself, so that starts to come out. And then the way that yeah. he takes advantage of Ali with the marbles, just completely I hated it. I hated it. Let's not even go into the fact that Ali's kind of an idiot. Yeah, and that's, but I listen, you may have your feelings about it, but Ali don't give him the marbles. Obviously <laughs> hold the cards in your hand. It makes no sense when you have won for, and you see also, you see Sungwoo get so mad. He's yeah. like, you took advantage of me. <laughs> like, he turns, like, sinister. And he's like, I have a, an idea, actually, for where we could both. And it's like, <laughs> he I'll comes leave. back like, 
I'm sorry you yelled. <laughs> you shouldn't listen. Uh, we got off on the wrong foot. Uh, I, there's a way we can both <laughs> we can both take this. Why don't you go scout the other teams while I uh, figure something out for us? And, uh, and he's like, let me let me get your marbles real quick so I can just make sure they're tied around your little neck. No, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, like I know we're jumping back and forth between episodes, but um, and then like you know. In that same episode, you have Gi Han playing with Ilnam, and Ilnam is still winning. Just his instinct kicks in, but at some points, his dementia kicks in as well, or does right. it? Well, allegedly, yeah, yeah. But he's, That's he's awful, yeah, he's like he's messing with Gi Han because he actually is lucid, but he's testing Gi Han to see whether or not he'll take advantage of the idea that he's yes. not. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not gonna hold you. I would. One hundred percent. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm come, on. come on, you have a you have a brain I would, tumor. Yeah, and I would justify it in my head, be like, oh, this old man is already dying. I should just put him out of his misery. One hundred. You know what I mean? Like, what do I look like I'm... allowing him to continue? It's, the next game <laughs> is only I... going to get more brutal. <laughs> Who would I be if I didn't let him get shot in the head in front of me? So, um, <laughs> yes. Now that that's been handled. Um, but yeah, no, you really have uh, this tension building up between Gihan and Songwoo specifically because yeah. Gihan's like, yo, you you murdered that guy. Like, you did that. The game That's did great. You, you could have waited yeah. for him to choose. Um, and Songwoo's like, you're a loser. <laughs> like, when yeah. are you going to step up? When are you going to realize yeah. where we are? And so they, the distrust is is uh, really at a fever pitch between them. Also, you know, the, the game organizers set up this extravagant steak dinner for the three of them Fantastic. and then when they clean up they take everything but the steak knives so yes the three of them are now left in the massive kind of like <laughs> dorm room by themselves um and gihan's like i'm gonna stay awake all night because i don't trust this guy and yeah. then he realizes that sabriok is you know looking a little feverish um yeah. but he goes over and he's like you good you good i feel like we should form an alliance <laughs> against this guy because you know i like you and and and, and no matter who want, you know whichever one of us wins We'll take care of each other's family. And she's like, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, and then Gihan notices that Song Wu is falling asleep. So he's like, I'm, I'm going to slit his throat. I'll do it right now. And she's like, nah, man, that's, that's not great. That's not you. You're not about it. Um, and then she passes out. Gihan goes to get help from the enforcers. And then the lights turn on and the doors open. But they're not bringing in like a gurney. They're bringing in a coffin. And now at this point, Zach, I want to walk you through my, my thought process. Because, yeah, because when she's bleeding out, I'm assu- I'm like, okay, maybe I have to accept that this character, who is the love of my life, is is just gonna, <laughs> is just gonna die uh, uh, unremarkably from, right. from from blood loss. That's fine. Yeah. So they bring in the coffin, and I'm like, okay, maybe she died. Whatever. When they cut to the reverse shot, and I see Sang Woo standing oh. over her bed with blood on his face. And blood on his knife, dude. There's never oh. been a moment I've wanted to reach through the TV and, and just rip <laughs> someone's head off <laughs> more. Because, dude, she's already dead. Even if she's she not was... dead, she's already dead. <laughs> and, and she like must have like probably seen it coming too. Like he probably walked over to her and she was like, "Oh fuck!" And, you know, and then he just <laughs> lit her throat. And it's just like, and I can't hate. hear anything because he's he's making dubstep Banging on the door. On the wall. So it's like he's not paying attention at all. Why would uh, you turn your back on this dude though? And I like, uh, and I knew it. Raises I knew the it. question: Was he faking sleep so that 
he could yeah, right. so that he could kill Sabiok because she was the weaker one. It's like I don't know, and I, and I still really held on. Like for the rest of that episode, I held on to the idea that oh well, maybe like maybe they're actually gonna she's gonna turn out to a be alive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, I actually had the same. First of all, I think I saw there are a couple things I have on this, but there I think I saw it coming. Like when he's knocking on the door, I was like. He's killing her. She's super dead. Like, yeah. I just thought that Sungwoo was... I, like, had a feeling. Mm. Also, Gihan... The idea of Gihan going over and slitting Sungwoo's throat. I'm like, great idea. However, <laughs> then that does just literally pit you against her. Right. And then it's like, you're... It's just... You know what I mean? It's... Which is the whole conceit of the show, right? You you build alliances. Right. And only to be like, if, if we... If I keep helping you and you keep helping me, then it's going to be me versus you. Right. Um... But I did, right, because there's this little organ harvesting subplot, um, which is, like, funny within itself because it's, like, when did you, like, make the time to start <laughs> this, like, side business? And also, like, why? Like, why? <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, the organ harvesting subplot, mm-hmm. I was, like, maybe they actually – Sungwoo was working with her and, like, it's fake, right? And she's actually mm. going to be alive because they drop – the bodies from the incinerator into like a secret room right nope but we see her go right into the incinerator they they let us watch her burn <laughs> it's uh, just so and, and i mean like even even there was even a part of me that was like maybe gihan and sangwoo will kill each other and then mm. cut to black and then open from black and she wakes up in a hospital bed she's the winner of the game by default like that's thought, something yeah. that i thought might happen but no um nope. they they just She's have a fight and and it's a cool scene like this this moment between them is dope i mean right. i think that it really obviously outside of the political uh message of the show there is kind of yeah. this 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 idea about like friendship or, or what a friend mm-hmm. even is right like you know the people that we think are our friends because we had a connection with them at one point but how much we actually know them um yeah. and uh the the way that this is just fight each other <laughs> the way that there are that there are no rules um, yeah even even the the squid game itself becomes irrelevant once they just start like swinging on each other beating the shit out of <laughs> but um you know it, they it, it goes back and forth for a while at one point you think uh song is gonna win gihan interrupts the knife with his hand and then overtakes him uh decides yeah. not to kill him i was annoyed about it <laughs> i would have <laughs> Well, you know, here's the thing. First of all, I'm I'm a sucker for like two friends that now have to like fight to the death. Yeah. Uh, not that that even like shows up that much in media, but like you know, Obi Wan versus Anakin. I yeah, think that's yeah. that's just like it's classic. Like these two people that are like we were like the best of friends. We were brothers, you know, mm-hmm. siblings, and now we have to fight. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Gihan just like throwing the sand in Sungwoo's face, Beautiful. and then casually like walking to the next like <laughs> thing while while song was swinging wildly yeah. it's like amazing you yeah. know like there's a lot of like smart survival stuff that they do like you know it's not like a martial arts fight you know but it's no. just like these two dudes who are fighting for their lives so they use everything they have they use their jackets yeah. they want to they throw shoes at each other they're like yeah. you know it's, it's, it's great it's a knockdown drag out situation he decides not to kill song Wu, uh and then remembering the rules of the game he's like you know what I, I, I quit, like, I, let's cancel the games and let's, and which, at the, you know, if that happened, it would revert all the money to the families of the people right. who died. Which um, is beautiful. 
Yeah, and and but he's oh. like, Sangu, listen, uh, I don't know how, but he's like, we can still come back from this, like, you know, it's <laughs> like, come on, bro, like, let's go get a beer. And Sangu's like, uh, yeah, I'm not about that, and takes the knife and stabs himself in the throat. I mean, and as God he's dying, he, and as he's dying, he just says, my mother, my mother, like, take care of my mom, basically, uh, Martha, um, Martha. And, <laughs> And uh, and he leaves uh, Gihan with no choice but to be you know inherit forty nine uh, billion won. After he wins, uh, I think they put him in a car, and the front man you know is is sitting in this limousine with him. Um, and up. and Gihan is like you know he's tied up and, and so he can't like see the guy's face. And he asks him like why do y'all like why do you do this? Why? What's the point? Why? And he says you people are horses. And 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 you know what was great is that. When it comes to the front man, it almost wants to do like the it misdirects you with like the oh he's a moral villain right yes, because it's equality like when he when he yeah when he kills the organ donors he's like it's about like uh, people having a chance a fair chance, a chance here that they don't yeah. have in the real world yeah but the reality nice of the situation cry. is that it's rigged the whole thing is yeah. rigged and this is this is where like the politics really come in right I mean I was even thinking um, while watching this like how many people obviously to a lesser degree are caught in a job that they hate. Right. And it's yeah. like, I, I wish I could just quit this and like pursue my, my podcasting, pursue my, <laughs> like, like I wish I could just, but, but you can't because, because the, the hell of your, of your working life is the only thing that's keeping you from a deeper, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, damnation. It's like so many people are caught in that, in that situation and there's no way for them to progress um, and it seems like things just keep getting worse. So I think that bringing it around and revealing that, no, at the end of the day, like these guys are really just scumbags who yeah, want they to just play, want us to you. Yeah, yeah they want to play with, with your life. Um, I think that was important for the right. show to do. Uh, but then they drop him off on the street, the golden credit card. Uh, and Great. true to their word, he's, he's a billionaire now, uh, but he doesn't spend any of the money um, uh, <sighs> for an entire year. And I, I mean, yeah. would you? I get it. No, I mean, I, I probably, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd probably get myself something. I don't know, but I get it, right? It's blood money, and yeah. you're traumatized. You know, like I, I understood. And you know, you hear people talk about all the time, like there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. Um, mm -hmm. There's no way to become that rich without hurting people, and this show yeah. demonstrates that very, very uh, clearly. Um, but yeah, you know, eventually he receives this invitation. Um, to go to this specific address and he comes face to face with Olu Nam who reveals the the, the scheme behind mm. why he started the squid game and it's an interesting scene and they, they have this wager as he's on his deathbed <clears throat> they see a homeless man on the street Olu Nam says you know hey if the cops come by uh, or if anyone comes yeah, if someone by helps him. to help this homeless person yeah. uh, then you win um, and if not then I win um, right and uh I would have just helped him. I would have just helped him. I would have been like, I did it. There was no stipulation. I'll go outside you. right now. Um, As I'm helping him up, I'm just flipping him off. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is kind of like a, um, it, it's, it's almost like a, a dark night moment, right? Where like neither boat decides to blow each other up. Yeah. And it's this whole That's like, right. you know, there is, there is a faith in humanity type of thing. Ready to believe in good. <laughs> I'm just, so, I'm just, just showed you. Um, uh, yeah. And then, and then, you know, he goes and gets a, a, a strange haircut, uh, strange decisions being made. I don't like that. The That's haircut itself, fine. The bright red hair, 
Why? I'm not sure. Why? And then his face is also like super. It's like he he went and got like a bad facial because his face yeah. is all puffy and red. <laughs> just, I don't like it. It's weird. Uh, but he decides he will take care of uh, it's you know two birds with one stone. He he takes care of Sebyeok's brother mm, and of uh, Sangwoo's mother, and she basically he basically uh. <laughs> reverse adopts Sabiok's brother to Sangwoo's right. mom and then leaves them with like a billion dollars in a suitcase yeah. and, and walks Fine. off into the night. And he's about to go to America to to reconnect with his daughter when he sees mm-hmm. uh, the salesman um, messing with somebody else in the subway. And he runs over and uh, the salesman's already on the train and he gives him a little, you know, a little wave. Great, um, great and stuff. He, and what he yokes the, the guy up and he's like, <laughs> what, if the train just, what if the train just like stopped? He was just standing there and he's like, what if what if the door opened again? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> <He just> runs- <laughs> Immediately. Um, but no, he yokes up the guy. He's like, don't call this number. Go home <laughs> to your family. Lock your doors. Um, what left you unsatisfied with the, with the last few minutes? You know, I really, I don't know how I actually wanted the show to end. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, for me, I was like, I'm fine with this ending as soon as he, you know, does the things that he promised that he would do, right? Like, taking care of those uh, those families. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, the hair, it's the hair color. The hair color really <laughs> threw me off. I just didn't know what they wanted me to think about that. I was like, is he evil now? Like, is he now <laughs> evil? Um, but, I, I mean, I guess... Like, him coming back, like, right, he decides not to go to America because he's, like, mm-hmm. gonna handle this new, like, squid game. I Or, you know, not the new, he's gonna, like, try and, like, disrupt it, or he's going yeah. to inherit it. I don't know. Um, it's difficult to tell, because now that yeah. Oil Nam is dead, it would seem that the front man is, you know, now first in command, officially. And, right. and, and of course, the thing with him is that he's a former contestant of the, of the squid game. Yeah, who, killed his brother. won. Uh, yeah, well, or did he? Again, or did he? I mean, he fell to the bottom of hell, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he clipped in the shoulder, falls two hundred feet into the ocean, into the rocks. But, yeah, but maybe he's. I mean, hey, uh, James Bond did it. Um, that's true. That's 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 a damn good point, Joe. <laughs> all it takes is all it takes is a is a musical interlude. Uh, that's from right. Bell to help, and he's you. saved. <laughs> yeah, but um, maybe there there was part of a plot to recruit gi hun as the new front man right like that would be right. the thing because he won the game but now right. i guess he's kind of going to be a foil to uh front man in that he's going to try to affect change from the outside and yeah there's really no way to know what it's going to look like obviously he's super rich now but it's like is the show still going to be a survival series is he going to yeah. go back into the game is it it's just i don't know what the second season is going to look like i wouldn't have minded this being a mini series be, right yeah me too he, even if it even if it ends for whatever reason on him deciding to go back, but like it could have been a thing where he gets to America, honestly, and he and he finds like the the Squid Game card in his daughter's bedroom or something. That's cool. Yeah, Squid Game International. <laughs> children now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't even talk about how the dude gets home and his mother is dead on the floor. By the I way. didn't like that either. <laughs> and I saw it coming. I was like, she's super dead. She's just going to be super just dead. And still, I was so mad. Just still uh, just on him, the floor. Like, it's, and, uh, and he's like, I, 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 I got some money. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, oh my God. That was, yeah. that was ruthless. It's that tough. Was ruthless. I was surprised actually that there wasn't like, a hide-and-go-seek or tag game because... Yeah, this is an interesting point. What games should they, or what games 
were you expecting or yeah, what, yeah. like if there was an American Squid Game, I was expecting like a like a dodgeball. Oh god, that would have been so with like a live like good. explosive or something like that. Yeah, you catch it and it blows. Or you catch a potato, a hot potato rather. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I guess that's the whole thing, right? Like, if they're doing and they are doing a season two, so they're gonna have to find a way to escalate. If they're just gonna do another Squid Game, which I guess like you kind of have to, right? It can't just yeah. be like a revolution against these people. So they're going to have to escalate these games because I think recycling the old games is just like not, you know, within, I mean, they could, but I think it's not within the show's best interest because people want to see new contests. Like, um, so I think, I think there's a lot of things you can do. I think a hide and go seek because hide and go seek is honestly a horror game in itself. I think (laughs) as a kid, every time I was like hiding for too long and somebody hadn't found me yet, I'd just be like, I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm I here. I don't want to hear what you're I plotting. Can't, I can't do this. I can't <laughs> do it anymore. Um, so I think that's the whole thing, right? If they do a season two, the, the, the games have to be bigger and still like, I don't know, realistic, right? Within a sense. Cause they're all like, these could happen. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's making me think um, about some of the stuff that I played in like, I don't know, middle school gym class <laughs> yeah. that, that could come up um freeze tag what would that look like you know yeah. some version of that or like uh, steal the bacon yeah yeah steal the bacon or, or some sort of relay race i mean there's a there's a lot of stuff they could do um yeah. uh for sure so i i yeah if, if only for that it would be interesting to see and i think what would probably happen is season two will have a dual narrative where mm. we'll have new core characters in the Squid Game that we care about, but then the subplot, the major subplot will be, um, or the twin plot rather, will be yeah. Gi Hun trying to affect change however yes. he chooses to do that. Really, really quick, I want to ask you, what did you have a favorite like acting moment? Because I think there's a right answer, but it, did you have a favorite <laughs> acting moment in this series? Oh, man. There's so many. Um... Uh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, okay, here's what I'll say. Carte Blanche, I feel like most of the really good acting is in the Marbles episode and in the finale. But I'm going to say I found myself particularly invested in the in the scene between Sabiok and Ji Young while they were talking about, was that not? Was that not the right answer? It's the wrong answer, but I will accept it as a right answer. <laughs> Just because I thought, like, you know, their relationship kind hey, of... Hey, hold on a second. Is it Ji-hun or is it Gi-hun? No, no, no. Ji-young is the other girl. Uh, I... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait, wait. So you're saying... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're saying the scene between the other girl... And, and Sabiok so, in the is Marvel the one episode. That you chose. I'm, I'm saying that I like choose. that scene. That is the one. That is the one. That oh, <laughs> Justin, I how 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 wait how many times throughout this recording have you referred to Gion? Only only and, like twice. I don't like, I, but both times I've assumed that it's Gihan, <laughs> and I look like an idiot. What have I said? Now we have to scrub through. What have I responded to? Episode is I just naturally record. <laughs> That um, is the that is the scene that is the best. That's what I was okay, gonna say. Okay. Now well, I look like a dumbass. I'm glad. <laughs> God. Glad we're on the same page. Um, yes, the scene between the two the two young women, um, 
just because as Ji Young reveals more about her life, right, and like everything that she's been through, and the reason that she's so kind of like disaffected by violence because she like you know yes. she's she's experienced Kills it first. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're like, you know, it, it obviously, you know, you can you can say that there's a lot of shows where like where they start giving a character a lot of attention and screen time like you know that they're building up toward their death i mean the walking dead right. is notorious for that right like a, a character be in the middle of a monologue and then a zombie comes out of the, and then, <laughs> the from behind the tree <laughs> and bites and, them on the neck an um, arrow just shoots through their eyeball yeah. <laughs> um and so that notwithstanding i think that it does feel organic and there mm-hmm. there are these moments right where ji young is like Oh, like we should go there together when we leave, and then she's great. like, "Oh, wait, like, oh, but one of us is gonna die." <laughs> That's yeah. great. That's great stuff. What did you? Yeah, I mean, that, you clearly loved it. That is, I think, the best scene in terms of acting. I mean, you could make a case for anything. I think mm-hmm. these actors across the board absolutely killed the show. I believe it's like all of them. Um, but I think that scene is just like is amazing because first of all, you don't see like Sabiuk like succumb to emotion really like she's super yeah. stoic and yeah. just like she's like an assassin yeah um and so just like and seeing her rage when um ji young sacrifices herself basically right yeah. she throws the game away and yeah. like sabiuk just like shoves her against the wall and she's yeah. like why'd you do that you know what i mean she's like take it back and she's like crying yeah i mean that's just that's that's just like fantastic you know it what really I mean? is like, she yeah. and she has she, like you know she maintains this somewhat stoic face, but her eyes are, are, are just where, like where the story is. Yeah. And it's just yeah. a river. And, um, uh, you know, and then of course the, the moment where, uh, Sabiok walks away with the marbles and Ji Young says, you know, Sabiok, thank you for playing with me. And I then just obliterated in the just background. So mean oh, <laughs> spirited way to Why? kill off this character that we didn't even care about last uh, episode uh, yeah <laughs> it's just it's it's really it, it really is a, an effective moment um and and this yeah. was this uh the actress who played uh sabiok jung ho yun this was i think her her first major uh gig i think this was pretty much like her first because she'd been a model before this oh okay great um, which, yeah. i mean oh. obviously yeah, huh? of course obviously what? No, but, no, no, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, you know, she does a she does a really solid job in this. She's fantastic. Um, everybody's totally committed, and and it and and I don't think anything ever except for the VIP actors who, oh god, are yeah. just like what are in they anime. Doing? I don't know what's happening. So aside from them, um, I don't feel like anything was ever yeah. overplayed. Uh, I felt like you know all of the yeah. all of the uh, performances matched the situations um, pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean um squid game you know it, it, it's it's pretty cool would you how would you i think we do meme ratings meme ratings it. great i would give it um i'm gonna say oh god i'll say nine and a half giant red light green light monster dolls out of ten wow you really yeah, i think really so think. right my <laughs> I, I question my every time i give a rating I'm like I don't actually think I believe that, but I I think I don't even I don't even like I don't this. Even, so. <laughs> I don't even know. Spend an hour talking about it, and I hate it. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I would give it um, eighteen you know. honeycomb cookies out of twenty. Uh, That's good. I think That's good. that it's. Um, I just think the show's really good. I, again, like I think it could have worked as a self-contained yes. uh, series. Um, 
but you know Netflix is gonna it's gonna stretch something out if if it can, especially if it gets popular. Yeah. So we'll see what that looks like. But I think in terms of um, delivering an idea uh, without being ham-fisted about it and while still entertaining you um, and making the idea like very clear, um, but masking it in a way that like it can be uncovered through conversation. Yeah. I just think it's like really, really well made. So um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously we'd both recommend it as if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Everyone in the world. As if you seen, don't know what this is already and you've yeah, watched every has, episode. Has seen this show. Um, but yeah, I think that'll do it for our, our Squid Game talk, Zach. I think we, yeah, I think we did a I good job. I think we here. did it. We we double teamed this. We lost two of the Morg boys, and we carried. I think we still missed you yeah. guys, though. Obviously, yeah, we're the fan favorites, clearly. We are. So we are. I mean, don't worry I know about that. You guys aren't aren't missing the the others, but um, don't worry about if you <laughs> if you do want to hear their voices, you can of course check out our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and the Podbean app. Be sure to rate and review the show wherever you can. It greatly helps us out. You can also uh, check out our merch store at the Morticians Marketplace, uh, which you can find through our Instagram. Yeah. That's on bonfire.com. And uh, next week, we're going to be discussing Last Night in Soho. Oh, yeah. Dan will be picking the companion film for that. Yeah. And then we'll be taking a break for Thanksgiving. Um, so relax about to it. To give thanks, um, obviously, for you guys. But until then, we were movie watchers. Be safe. Don't you call that number. Again.